0: From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, May 16th. If you spend enough time in Moab, you might notice something about leadership here. From local businesses to nonprofits and elected positions, women hold a lot of the top jobs. It's something that caught the eye of freelance reporter Holly Lammert. She set out to interview women working in a variety of roles in our community about what it's like to lead in Moab. Here's Holly. Every year around Mother's Day, I am amazed
1: by all the women who gracefully and with such strength raise children. Being here in Moab, I started thinking about all the women that are raising this town. As a friend recently noted, women run Moab. Moab. And when you start to dig into it, the evidence is abundant. In this series of stories, I'll highlight the inspirations, challenges, and real-life questions on the subject of being a woman in leadership from our very own. Where should we start? Well, how about the difference of being a man versus a woman? For transformative life coach Valerie Woodruff, that difference is a social construct.
2: Yeah, because of the system that we live in, there is different uncoverings, and and with the approach of us all being eternal beings that choose the bodies we're in we're not these bodies but we choose to live in these bodies there's at a core level it's like we are all eternal beings and we all have unique work to do on ourselves so yeah there's a difference and then there's some level where there isn't a difference i think because we live in a patriarchy Mm. there is a difference between men and women what
1: does that mean for you to live in a patriarchy like patriarchy is a big word right it is yeah what is the patriarchy
2: Whew. yeah that's a big one <laughs> I can just be. Spe- I'll just speak from my experience without going into facts uh, my experience is that it's oppression and it's oppression of women it's oppression of any marginalized gender actually and oppression of anyone that's not a man so that's transgendered Frustrating. It's very frustrating to not be seen. And as I am reclaiming what it means to be a woman, I'm finding so much power and beauty. So much power and beauty. And that's not seen.
1: Let's look at the optics of this system of oppression. Many are aware of the gender pay gap. According to the Pew Research Center, women make 84% of men's earnings, which adds up. Over the course of a year, women would need to work 42 more days to make the same amount of money, and can result in a loss of $80,000 to $800,000 over a 40-year career. There also exists a disparity in the number of women in leadership positions. Catalyst reports that women hold 26% of senior management roles globally, up from 15% in 2019. However, those statistics don't seem to be deterring women here from pursuing positions in business, politics, or administration. Catherine Blitz from Wild West Voyages offers a perspective. And what is it like to be a woman business owner in Moab?
3: I think it's the same as it is being a business owner in Moab, Um, honestly. um, This is a welcoming community, and I've always seen Moab as a place where people have a chance to reinvent themselves, and I've, you know been to meetings and met all kinds of wonderful groups of people that come here with ideas, and Moab is a place where these things blossom and flourish.
1: To get an even better sense of what makes Moab a unique place to be a woman, we chatted with Josie Kovash, a Moabite and a mother, a self-proclaimed Jill of all trades, about the challenges facing women in leadership.
4: I actually don't know what I want to be with when I grow up, and I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, but I'm interested in a lot of different things.
1: While chasing her daughter around Rotary Park, she reflected on how she got started in her career.
4: It's like you look at our kind of job economy where it no longer really seems to pay off if you commit to the one thing and like stay in it for years and years and years and years and work your way up, you know, it just seems to be like just better insurance to just be really like... Capable of pivoting at a moment's notice. For me, that's been like a lot of service work in this town, mm-hmm. which I still kind of appreciate because you can leave your work at the door, you can get someone to cover your shift, and you stay active. Mm-hmm. And you usually work with pretty cool people.
1: While Josie might not have known what she wanted to do when she grew up, we learned a little about entrepreneurship from freshman Tatum Packard, a determined young woman leading the way in the snow cone industry, and seizing the opportunity for economic success early on.
3: And what does it feel like to you to run a business as a teenager? It's super interesting because not a lot of people get that kind of opportunity when they're so little. But I've been doing it, I think this will be my third year and my second year owning it. But not a lot of people have like a similar experience when they're that young, so it's just interesting. And how have you learned what you need to know in order to run your business? So I worked with my neighbor. She was the boss. She was a couple years older than me. So she just kind of trained me, taught me how to do everything. And then she went off to college. So our family bought it from her. And I've just been paying my parents back. But it's just like a super big responsibility. And I have to manage my time well enough to make sure that I get everything done in time and clean it, everything just how it needs to be. So then I can give people what they need and what they want.
1: And what sort of skills did you learn from your mentor on how to be a successful business
3: person? Um, a lot of time management, I would say probably number one, and then just leadership. So if somebody you know has a concern or a question or they don't like something, they want to change it, I'm just willing to listen and adapt and voice my opinion and let them voice theirs and just see what needs to change and do my best to fix it and make other people happy.
1: A study by the Harvard Business Review notes that women are more likely to care for the collective a helpful trait for creating resilient organizations. While competition is historically a characteristic of companies, entrepreneurship in women-owned business relies on this cooperation a surprising amount. And it's working. Although women-owned businesses only make up a fifth of all firms, that number is on the rise. In Utah, a new directory allows one to scan over 400 women-owned businesses. This success is in part due to the support that the Women's Business Center of Utah offers. We caught up with another woman business owner in Moab, reflecting on her startup journey and the support that made it possible.
4: Uh, my name is Katie Grahl. And who's the doggy on your lap? Pickles.
1: <laughs> and we're catching up about your role as a woman business owner in Moab. What Great. is it like to have a business in Moab?
4: Well, it was definitely like a big leap to take. Um, I started my business just at the beginning of the pandemic back in March of 2020 was when I had graduated from rolfing school and then set forth in trying to create a business that involved being in close quarters with touching people. (laughs) So it felt very scary at the time. So you mentioned
1: fear. What is your relationship with fear? How do you get around or how do you work through it?
4: I think at the time well it felt like a big step and a big vulnerable step to like put yourself out there in the community in a different way than how you've been in the community before or earned money before um and trying to like make something that's all sort of like on your own mm-hmm. I think a lot of my self-talk was just around not putting too much pressure on myself in terms of doing things like a hundred percent right the first time Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) because everything was new and I think I had the sense where it's like oh if I don't you know create the logo that I want the first time like it's gonna stick with me forever or if I don't create a website that I really like you know it's gonna be a bad image and I think just like kind of embracing the learning process of it more of being like, wow, I'm not a website designer, but I'm creating a website and I'm going to do the best I can with it and figure it out as I go.
1: (laughs) And so you mentioned um, not having to do it alone. Have you found some awesome mentors or people to help you out throughout the process?
4: Yeah, I connected with some other structural integration practitioners in town early on and asked them a lot of questions and got some mentorship in the business realm as well. And eventually the small business development center opened back up at the USU extension branch. And I really only had a couple of kind of meeting sessions there, but it was just super helpful to like get some business consulting of even knowing what resources are out there in terms of like bookkeeping or marketing or like how you get your business registered on Google so that people can find you and stuff like that. So yeah, all of those resources were super helpful.
1: To learn more about those resources, we'll continue to paint a picture of the scene
0: of what it's like to be a woman in leadership. That's next time on our series about women who run Moab. That's freelance reporter Holly Lammert. She's interviewing Moab women in leadership. If you'd like to get in touch with her for her next series of interviews, You can find contact information in the show notes. And that's the KZMU News for Monday, May 16th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.